This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the preview show. It's the No Nay Never podcast. Hello and welcome to the preview show brought to you by the No Nay Never podcast. I'm your host Natalie Bromley but joining me is the main man himself, the headliner and the star of the preview show. It is of course Dave Statman Roberts. Dave, how are you? Hello Natalie, I'm I'm well and I'm, I'm hoping this, um, uh, this preview show does get to the masses because the last one we did is still on um, Matt's cutting room floor. It absolutely is, listeners. We did record you. <laughs> Fulham preview and we were very ecstatic and it actually wasn't as chaotic as some of our previous endeavours have been and I know that's because of me Dave I know that but actually it was quite a really it was quite a good one wasn't it and I was quite gutted to see and all the way through we were saying we don't know if you're going to listen to this or not and, and actually I think probably we'll probably have to record the whole thing again anyway we will um, we will um we are though recording this podcast straight after the fourth and fifth round draws of the FA Cup. Dave, what do you make of those draws? I'm excited. Well, at least it wasn't Manchester City is the first thing to say. You cheer when they came out the first. Like the first <laughs> I was like, yes, thank the Lord. Um, but all joking aside, Fulham and, uh, is it Bournemouth or... Crawley. Crawley, that's it, well yeah. done. Um, they are literally not bad draws at all you know like we we could we could easily no easily easily not but we could realistically find ourselves in the quarterfinals this year don't you think they are potentially winnable games obviously away games are are tricky we don't have a fantastic record down at Fulham but I think their minds might be more in the Premier League than uh than the FA Cup so yeah, and then playing a, a, a team from a lower division, albeit with uh, Bournemouth probably the favourites to go through. But even so, Crawley uh, showed what they're capable of beating Leeds at the weekend. So um, you never know in the FA Cup, but it's uh, it's favourable from the point of view of the draw we've got. And, you know, there is the potential there to, uh, to get through to a quarterfinal. Yeah, definitely. I think the way I was looking at it, Fulham... I'd obviously, I'd rather be at home than away at Fulham, but Fulham genuinely won't fancy that game. They're going to have to concentrate on the league. We also have the added bonus of potentially 
um, knocking their confidence quite a bit in the event that we do give them a bit of a hiding, um, which won't be good for their league performances either. And and I just think now we're not drawn City away, and now we have actually got a, a decent draw in the fifth round. Um, it's a decent incentive, so I'm I'm really pleased. I'm really pleased with that draw. I think I think we've got a really good chance here. I'm excited. Um, but we're not here to talk about the FA Cup. We'll talk about those in the analysis show later on. Uh, we are here, of course, to preview the next league game that hopefully, fingers crossed, is going to go ahead. Now, before we get to that, Dave, we do have a bit of a quiz question um, to get to. Now, obviously, as you mentioned when we started the show tonight, the Fulham preview game is on Matt's cutting room floor. Um, and we didn't record a preview for the cup game against Milton Keynes. So you're going to just repeat the question, are you? Why don't you tell our listeners what question you set in this week? Uh, well, we, we, we set the question at the end of our Sheffield United preview, but we obviously haven't had a chance to uh, to give out the details of that. And the question oh, was... Of course. Yes, uh, we need to give the answer, don't we? Of course, yeah. my brain is uh, working. Burn, Burnley beat Sheffield United on New Year's Day 2011, but we wanted to know the name of the other two teams the Clarets had beaten on matches which had taken place on January the 1st since 2011. And what was the answer? And the answers were... Uh, Sheffield Wednesday, who we beat away 2-0 in 2013, and Huddersfield Town, who we beat at home 3-2 in 2014. So they were the two answers we're looking for, Sheffield Wednesday and Huddersfield Town. And did we get any correct answers at all? Uh, quite a few people came back and got Huddersfield Town. Mm-hmm. I think you, after the show, you you got that straight away. I got that straight away. Um, yeah. And quite a few were in touch with Huddersfield, but no one got them both. So nobody yeah. got both teams. Um, so we're, we're not re- reading any names out because no one got them both right. We didn't. I think I... What did I pick first? Did I pick... I think I went... Chef, I think I, I said Huddersfield. Barnsley, did you say? Barnsley, yeah, yeah. I did say Barnsley. Because I very... I rightly realised, because it was a boxing day, boxing day fixture, that we were probably going to have a, a local-ish game. Um, I, not boxing day. Well, yeah, of course, it's New Year's yeah. Boxing Day. They're all sort of like linked, yeah. aren't they, for local games. Yeah. So I think my second guess was maybe Leeds... Yes, and then I then I got Chef Wednesday. So you know, best best of three, Dave. Best of three, I got them. Um, well, obviously, we are going to have another quiz question at the end of the show. Um, so do please stay tuned, and Dave will give you his homework for this week. Opposition stats. So let's, in the meantime, move on to what we're all here for, and that is, of course, to preview the Clarets' upcoming game, which is. A bigger. It's Manchester United at home, Tuesday the 12th of January at 8.15, which is live on Sky Sports. Dave, why don't you please kick us off by telling us the recent history of this fixture, including last season's meeting. Yes, well, Burnley have faced Manchester United at Turf Moor in each of our other six previous Premier League seasons. And so this Tuesday's meeting will be the seventh time they've visited our corner of East Lancashire since 2009. After a Burnley victory in the first Premier League meeting at Turf Moor, and don't worry, there will be much more about that very soon, uh, Burnley have drawn one and then lost all of the last four without scoring a goal. A goalless draw in August 2014 was followed by a 2-0 defeat for Burnley in April 2017, a 1-0 defeat in January 2018, and another 2-0 defeat in September 2018. Last season, a goal from Anthony Martial just before half-time, Another by Marcus Rashford just before the end of the game give United a 2-0 win. And that game took place in late December of 2019. 
although an identical reverse scoreline at Old Trafford less than a month later gave Burnley a first win at Old Trafford in over 57 years. Uh, This match we're playing on Tuesday should have been the season opener, but it was postponed due to Manchester United's involvement in completing last season's delayed European competitions. Uh, This is the first opportunity there's been to reschedule a fixture, and United are currently joint top on points with Liverpool with the game in hand, so they'll be looking to continue their good recent form. Excellent. Highlights and lowlights. Um, so, what about the highlights and lowlights, Dave? Let's start off with what you picked for the highlight of this fixture. Yeah, well, there's only really one highlight we, we could possibly choose this week, and that's a very satisfying 1-0 win for Burnley on a warm August midweek evening in 2009. Uh, the atmosphere at Turf Moor was electric as a packed ground welcomed the reigning champions, Manchester United, managed by Sir Alex Ferguson, and the team included the likes of Ryan Giggs, Wayne Rooney, and Michael Owen in their starting lineup. Uh, but it was Burnley who took a shot lead in the 19th minute. Robbie Blake's unstoppable volley was Burnley's first goal in the Premier League, and it was very, very special. Uh, the stand literally shook as 20,000 Clarets fans rose as one to celebrate the magnificent effort from Burnley's little magician. Uh, of course, this was also Excellent. Burnley's most now, on the recent flight home have you win for over Manchester United. Light. Uh, Well, our lowlight this week uh, goes back to April of 1976. Uh, Burnley had struggled uh, during the 1975-76 season, but the Clarets' relegation was eventually confirmed following a 1-0 defeat to Manchester United at Turf Moor. David McCreary's cross was helped on by Sammy McElroy, and after his shot had been blocked, Lou McCary netted an easy chance which proved to be the only goal of the game. It's perhaps ironic then that Manchester United were the first visitors to Turf Moor 33 years later for Burnley's first top-flight game since that relegation, which brings us back full circle. Heroes and villains! Um, What about heroes and villains, Dave? Who have you picked as our hero for this fixture? Well, we've mentioned the match already, but it's hard to look any further than the 1-0 home win over Manchester United in 2009 for this week's hero. Or should I say heroes, as we've decided Ooh. to give the accolade jointly to Robbie Blake, our scorer, and also to Brian Jensen, who saved Michael Carrick's spot kick late in the first half. Uh, both players were pivotal to Burnley's victory in our first ever Premier League home game, and as we said before, our first top flight home game for over 33 years, and so they're fully deserving of their hero status this um, week. What about villain then? Who's gone for that? Villain. Oh, we're going to go slightly controversial this week for this week's choice of villain and select the last Manchester United player to be sent off in a match between the two teams in a match at Turf Moor. That player saw red for rather naively pushing his head into the face of Phil Barsley in the match which took place in September 2018 and its current United striker, Marcus Rashford. Uh, No one can doubt the excellent work that he's done during the pandemic in terms of his campaign to try and reduce food poverty, but that isn't taken into account for on-pitch action in matches between Burnley and United. So, for his dismissal in 2018, Marcus Rashford is our villain for this week. No, no grace from Dave Stamman Roberts. You can be literally a national hero and feed children, but you don't pass criticism for Dave's villain of the week. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm going to keep an eye on all the complaints that they come in for them. It's the one to watch. Um, who have you picked then? My favourite of all of the sections. Who's the one to watch? Uh, we've not got long to go with this one because we did say we'd run it for the first half of the season for the uh, first fixture and then the reverse fixtures we're going to do things slightly different. Uh, but for Manchester United's uh, one to watch, uh, their standout player during the current campaign has been 26-year-old Portuguese attacking midfielder Bruno Fernandes, who wears the number 18 shirt. Already this season, he has 11 Premier League goals to his name, as well as seven assists. He's one of three players levelling joint third place in the Premier League goal-scoring charts, along with Jamie Vardy and Dominic Calvert-Lewin. Only Hung Min Sun with 12 and Mo Salah with 13 have scored more so far this season. Uh, that sort of talent doesn't come cheap, and United splashed out a transfer fee of £47 million last January to secure his services from Sporting Lisbon, not to mention the hefty wages, although it has been reported that he may be in line to double his salary in a new deal as the club try to ensure they keep hold of their prize asset. On the field, he's been a revelation in a role that many people have compared to Kevin De Bruyne at Manchester City. In just under 12 months, he's already contributed 19 goals and 12 assists for United, he's their top player in both categories, as well as also being their top player for chances created. That's 82 in just uh, just under 12 months. Uh, he didn't sign in time to play in Burnley's victory against uh, Manchester United at Old Trafford last season, but he's been a major part of their revival since then. His knack of scoring or creating chances mean that he's one player who Burnley will need to keep a very close eye on on Tuesday night, which is why he's our one to watch. Excellent. And finally, who is our... Oh, my Lord. Oh, God, go on. Who's refereeing the game? <laughs> uh, Kevin Friend is back in action as the referee for Tuesday evening's match. Uh, we've already run through his stats once this season, uh, as he was the referee for the home game against Crystal Palace back in November, uh, a match which Burnley won 1-0. And we will be looking for a hat-trick of wins. Despite your uh, uh, assertions at the start of this uh, section, mm. uh, we've won the last two with Kevin Friend in charge, as he also refereed our 2-0 uh, away win at Norwich City. That was back in July, uh, a game in which he dismissed uh, two players, two first-half red cards uh, that were issued with a bit of help from the video assistant referee, you may remember, in that game. Um, yeah. His updated stats in charge of Burnley's Premier League games uh, now stands at five Clarets wins out of 14, with three draws and six defeats. And finally, for this section, Stuart Atwell will be the video assistant referee for this match. Excellent. Statman Dave's Stat of the Week. Now, I know we're not going to leave it there, because I know you like to treat our listeners. So why don't you delve directly into the big bank of stats that Statman Dave has and give our listeners your miscellaneous Stat of the Week. Okay, uh, just about every Burnley fan will already be aware of Robbie Blake's wonder goal, which he scored to help us beat Manchester United 1-0 in the Premier League game at Turf Moor in August 2009. However, you may be less aware of Burnley's otherwise dire record against the Red Devils at Turf Moor. Since 1970, Manchester United have visited Turf Moor on 12 occasions in league and cup games, and Robbie Blake's goal remains the only one scored by Burnley during that time. United have won on nine of their 12 visits during this time, with two nil-nil draws and just that single one-nil win for the Clarets in 2009. 
Excellent. That is a good stat. Um, now, just before we move on to our thoughts for the for the game, we do have an opposition view this week. We spoke to guests Johnny and Oscar um, to get their views ahead of the game. Opposition view. Hi, Burnley fans. My name's John. I'm Oscar. We're father and son Man United fans from Hertfordshire. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. Typical Southern Man United fans. After a slow start in the league, probably due to lack of pre-season friendlies, um, we seem to have got a lot better. Obviously, we can go top if we win this game. Been disappointing in Europe, paying for some silly mistakes. Fred, Fred um, especially, when he got the red card against PSG. Um, are we are we in contention for the title? Realistically, probably not. Um, I'd love to think we are, but having seen uh, all the semi-finals that we've completely failed to navigate, I worry that the team doesn't really have that sort of killer instinct, winning mentality just yet. Something Ollie's obviously working on. But if we can get through the next couple of games with uh, four points or more, we'll be clear top. So we're definitely going to be involved for a bit at least, which will be fun. I think for the team, Solskjaer is going to go full strength after resting most of the strongest players against Watford in the FA Cup. I reckon Green was going to play. Um, Pogba and Bailly didn't seem to make the full training session, so I don't think either of them will start. I think Lindelof and Shaw will come back after injury and McTominay and Fred will play as holding midfielders. Personally, I'd, I'd like to see Van der Beek come in for Fred, I think. Fred can be a bit of a liability, but Oli doesn't seem to trust him yet. I think Van der Beek would do do well against a packed defence. He he passes really well, quite creatively, especially in tight spaces. But don't think I'll get my wish there. Score wise, I don't think there's going to be a lot in it. Probably going to be one nil either way. Hopefully, hopefully for us. But um, we're struggling against set pieces, which are one of Burnley's strong points. So that's the main thing I'd worry about. I've gone for three nil United. I think. Martial will score at least one of them after scoring on all three of his appearances at Turf Moor. I think probably also score a penalty after all the all of them we've been awarded recently. Yes, please. Um, and then uh, Burnley uh, obviously been on a great run since since the Man City result, um, beating Arsenal, drawing with Villa, a great team this season. I think the challenge for United is going to be. Breaking down that defence, which is something we, we've struggled with a bit over the last few seasons, to be honest. I do think um, we've improved quite a bit in terms of the combination play. Uh, a little bit less reliant on pure counter-attacking at the moment. Set pieces are my biggest concern. Chris Woods being the goals. Tarkovsky, obviously, always dangerous in those situations. And uh, Jay Rodriguez, I'm still having nightmares about the goal he scored against us last season. So if he plays, hopefully he has an absolute shocker. Um, so good luck to you in all your other games this season bye bye so Dave what is heart and head telling you about this fixture Um, if you gave me a point now I'd take it yeah they're not quite the the the, the side they were when they were struggling they really seem to have got their uh, their act together don't they the United I'm feeling not that confident about this one uh, yeah, I mean, this, well, certainly this season, and also they went on a magnificent run, uh, not just in the Premier League, but in uh, cup competitions as well, and they mm. went went on and on and on, and um, without a defeat after the uh, uh, the defeat to Burnley in uh, in late January, wasn't it? Um, yeah, yeah, they're, they're certainly a different side. I think Bruno Fernandes, who we picked as our, our, our one to watch, he's certainly been a, 
uh, a useful addition for them. He seems to have uh, gelled them together and they seem a different side to what they were 12 months ago. So, yeah, I think it's going to be a tough one. I think they always are when uh, United are in town, as we've seen from our uh, stats as well. So um, if we get a point, I'd be delighted. Uh, but if I was to make a prediction, I'm more likely to predict uh, a defeat. But I'm going to go for a United to win 2-1 as my prediction, sadly. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I mean, it doesn't help with the fact that it seems to be that our strikers are broken at the moment. Like, what what is going on? To, what's going on with our front line? Um, yeah, we're not not quite firing on all cylinders, are we? And I think we do need to uh, try and improve on on that front. It's something that you know when, when uh, Sean Dyche came out and did his uh, pre match uh, press conference today, that was something that was alluded to within that as well. We've been strong at the back, um, we, well certainly since uh, Ben Mee came back in. Other than the the game at Manchester City, uh, we haven't conceded uh, a lot of goals at all. So we're looking to keep it tight at the back. Um, you can't see there being, well, hopefully you can't see there being a, a hatful of goals, but you just hope that uh, Burnley perhaps can take the lead and, and, and edge it and get a result out of the game. But it's going to be a be a tough one, I think, on Tuesday. Yeah, same. I think I'm going to say 2-0. I just can't see us scoring at the moment. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what happens there. So do let us know what you think your score prediction is going to be for this game, listeners. You can tweet us at known and Ever or you can email us at podcast at knownandever.net and let us know what you think the Clarets will do. Fantasy Premier League update. So moving on to the second half of the previous show, Dave, and we are looking at the known and Never Fantasy Premier League. Um, we do have a league update because there's been a bit of a, a weird things going on recently, hasn't there? And I think we were we really didn't know what we were doing when we were looking through the, the Fulham preview, did we? We were all over the place with in between game weeks. But we have now got a completion of game week 16, which also takes into account the final games of 2020. Um, so why don't you just give us a general update as to what's happening, please, Dave? Uh, yeah, as it's the end, well, uh, we, we're doing the uh, stats here to the end of the calendar year, as you say. There have been there has been another round of games after that, which was the uh, round of matches where Burnley didn't play. The Fulham game was um, uh, postponed. So what we'll do is we'll keep those to one side and we'll do an update of those in our next preview show, which will be for West Ham. Uh, but in terms of the two game weeks we haven't updated you on uh, in previous shows, uh, we're looking at game weeks 15 and 16. Um, and at the end of the calendar year, in terms of the uh, the top 10, we've got our top 10 managers, and they were, uh, in reverse order, uh, Chris Stamworth in 10th, Ellie H in 9th, Tom Mitchum in 8th, Charlie Binns in 7th, Joseph Golby in 6th, Patrick Hallinan in 5th, uh, Rob Greenwood at 4, Joanne Butterworth at 3, Ursay uh, at 2, and Matthew Blackburn is our leader or was our leader, uh, at the end of the calendar year. Although, obviously, this, this is, as we say, changed slightly and we'll give another update um, in our next preview show. But uh, in terms of where we were at the end of the year, um, Natalie, you were in 234th place with 645 points and I'd gone back up slightly to 138th place with 819 points. So I'm... Uh, Romping away. You're not going to catch me now, I don't think. I can confidently say that. Uh, I'm no. 174 points ahead, um, although I'm still 152 points adrift of our current leader, who we mentioned was Matthew Blackburn. And there's probably about as much chance of me catching him as there is of you catching me before the end of the season. Well, hang on a minute. We're in January. We can't yeah. be writing this off already. Oh, we're nearly halfway. 
But I'm only 200 points behind, less than 200 points behind you. Is yeah. that impossible? Um, very unlikely more more chance of me catching the leader than you catching me that's just rude that's just rude and that's um, how's the rest of, no that's true <laughs> how's the rest of none and ever team doing please uh, well, our top our top uh, uh, manager and the No Near Never podcasters is Richard Steele. He's gone back up to seventy seventh place, eight hundred and sixty four points. So he's he's what forty five points ahead of me. Uh, but going back as well to the uh, the the champions, our, our best scorers for those two game weeks, we had Terry Whittle and Brad Sutcliffe both scored seventy six points in game week fifteen. They were the joint highest point scorers for that week, and Alex Maxwell was the highest for game week. 16 with 74 as i said we will bring the uh the further updates in the uh in the next preview show for the uh, missing game week which was game week 17 sure and sorry i can't remember whether you said that or not do, do we know what the rest of none and ever are doing uh sorry yes Rich, richard Steele was the highest placed of, uh, ah, of, okay. of the rest of, of us he's in 77th place excellent well done um so what about the kings of game week then please what uh, what players particularly outperformed yeah, in terms of those players, this is for game week 15 and 16. For 15, first of all, it consists of 11 players in a 4-5-1 formation. If you'd have had all uh, 11 players, you would have got 123 points if you'd had the foresight to select them all. And we had um, Meslier of Leeds. Uh, we had House of Aston Villa, uh, Sace of Wolves, uh, Bednarek, Dunk, uh, Saka of Arsenal. Uh, we had Fernandez, who we've uh, mentioned. He's, uh, I think, he's been quite a few uh, kings of game weeks during the season so far. Uh, Gundogan of Manchester City, um, Nambele of Tottenham, uh, Sigurdsson of Everton, and Ollie Watkins of Aston Villa. They were our kings of game week fifteen, um, and it was Courtney House of Aston Villa who was the highest scoring player overall for game week fifteen. He had uh, 15 points in total. And for game week 16, we actually had a novelty. We had a Burnley player in there. Ben Mee was the highest scoring player overall for game week 16 with 15 points. And that was thanks to his uh, goal and uh, clean sheet, if you remember, against the ga- game against uh, Sheffield United. I going do. back a little while. Uh, but there was a heavy Leeds bias in that particular week. There were six of oh, their shot. players, six <laughs> of their players in the 11, which obviously you, you're not allowed to have more than three. I'm not sure how that works, but that, they did do it purely on the uh, points. Uh, so for this one, we had a formation of uh, five. Two three, so five defenders, two midfielders, and three forwards. Uh, we have De Gea of Man United in goal. We had a back five of uh, me, uh, Alioski, and Dallas of Leeds. Uh, we had uh, Rob Holding of Arsenal and also Stevens of Southampton in defence. Uh, midfield was enti- well, so midfield was again two Leeds players, uh, Rafina and Harrison, and then up front we had uh, Rodrigo and Bamford of Leeds. And uh, Oli Giroud of Chelsea. So, yeah, very strong Leeds contingent in uh, Kings of Game Week 16. Everybody's biased against Leeds. Even the uh, fantasy Premier League is up against it now. Uh, well, obviously, we'll hopefully be able to update you with the team of the week for Game Week 7, uh, which is the one where Burnley's game against Fulham was postponed, and also for Game Week 18, which includes the midweek matches as well as the games at the weekend in the next preview show. Just think about it. We won't be able to do that, I don't think, because I think. Oh, okay. They, they will still be in progress, depending on when we do the recording. So we'll certainly have one one game week to update uh, listeners ah, on. Look at that. See, listeners, let me give you a little insight into how 
Dave likes to play with me. Put that in my script. Literally read that from the script, and then he just went, "Oh no, you can't do that." Makes well, no, I, I left that in from the Fulham one. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, <laughs> listeners. This is a slick operation. The previous show is just slick. Um, well, great. Well, do you know what? At some point in the next preview show, we'll give you some stats and some analysis of some game week we'll essentially just give you whatever we can depending on when the fixtures are coming so please do please do stay stay tuned and let it be a surprise for you Statman Dave's quiz question and then finally we close out the preview show as ever with this week's quiz question Dave what have you set our listeners this week please uh, well, this week's quiz question relates to Burnley goal scorers, and we mentioned earlier that Burnley found it very difficult to score goals against Manchester United in past matches at Turf Moor, and that Robbie Blake's goal was the most recent. But what we want to know is, who was the last Burnley player to score in a competitive match against Manchester United at Turf Moor prior to the Robbie Blake special in 2009? Gosh. No idea. That is a toughie. How do our listeners submit their answers, Dave, if they even know what it is? Uh, They can tweet us or send us a direct message, preferably on Twitter. That means that no one else will see your answer. Uh, That's at never. You can email us, podcast at net, or you can reply to the post for this preview show that will go up on either the No Never Facebook page or on our YouTube page. Excellent. And we will reveal the correct answer at the start of the next preview show. Um, And that's all we've got time for this week. Hopefully you've managed to slot this in before the Clarets take on United on Tuesday. Um, And hopefully we are heading to some vital points. Um, I don't think there's any community news that we need to update our listeners on. Is Is there any fixture changes, Dave? Um, well, obviously, we no, we don't know the date yet for the Fulham uh, game, but we've, there have been, I think the next few have been uh, updated. So uh, West Ham, we know we're playing on Saturday at three o'clock. Uh, the Liverpool game, as it stands, is the uh, Thursday, 21st. That's an eight o'clock kickoff. And the Villa game is on Wednesday, the 27th. Um, hopefully they'll be COVID-free by then and there won't be any other issues. Although the way things are going and fixtures changing around then, who knows? <laughs> who knows indeed? I don't think there's anything else we need to catch up on you. So listeners, we are going to love you and leave you on that basis. My thanks as ever. Firstly, go to Johnny, Johnny and Oscar Hoare. They are our um, specialist uh, away fans previewists this week so thank you to both of those for their insight from the other side to Turf Moor Stadium announcer Dominic Walker for his specially recorded preview show announcements to producer Matt as ever um, who has the unenviable job of knitting all of this together and getting it out there but finally my thanks to Statman Dave um, Dave Roberts who just puts in a phenomenal amount of work to the preview show and essentially is the star um finally thanks to you the listeners for downloading and listening to this episode your support is very much appreciated and we would not be here without you uh we will be back probably sometime later in the week with an analysis show following both the milton king's mk don's game and the united game and dave and i will be back um probably on Friday, I would imagine, Dave, for the next preview show. So tune into social media and watch out for your next episode. This has been the preview show brought to you by the Non and Never podcast. Until next time. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. 
Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club. Because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.